you doing, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Cajun Conservative, where I get together with you and I talk about life, I talk about liberty, I talk about the pursuit of happiness. And yes, I show the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. I hope everyone had a good week this week. I know I did. You know, last week's episode was kind of doom and gloom. I had to address some things that I saw from another podcast, I guess you could say. And it made me have a good segment. And I've been getting a lot of support from everyone. I want to say thank you that you went ahead and reached out to me and you support me the way it, it, it amazes me, guys. Look, all, everyone in this audience, I'm not going to go ahead and just point one person out or two per- people out. I'm going to go ahead and just say y'all, y'all the best. This audience, the Cajun Conservatives audience is the best. And, and look, I, I, y'all, y'all share the podcast. Y'all go ahead and y'all tell people about my, about me. And it, it's, it's amazing. Uh, when something like some, what happened last week, y'all call, y'all support me. Y'all say, look, keep up the fight, man. Keep up the fight. You know how the left is. And you, you know what? All that good stuff. And I just had some overwhelming support this week. And I just want to thank everyone that has reached out to me. If not, have, if you haven't yet, uh, we had some issues last week with another podcast and I, I had issues. Let's say I had issues. Uh, some people might not, might not thought it was bad, but, oh, well, you know how that goes. You're dealing with the left and you have to just figure out everything that's going on in this world today. It just, sometimes it gets overwhelming, I guess, or, you know, you, you, you think, you think that you can have a good conversation and then it comes out. It just, nope, we, 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 we're going to go ahead and just, Anyway, that's all for that. But off the, off my topic, what I was about to say, I just want to thank everyone that has reached out and have told me, hey, you're doing a good job. Keep up the good work. And that's why I say this audience is the best audience I could ever ask for. You know, a lot of people might say, Isaac, why do you do this? Why do you podcast? One, I love doing it. This is, you know, a lot of people told me I missed my call in life. And I don't think I did. I think God led me in some great directions. And he stirs the he. He steers where I got to go and I just follow him. The Bible says the thy word is a lamp into my heart and a light into my path. You know, thy word is a, <laughs> I quoted that scripture wrong. Anyway, but back to that, you know, he's the, he's the way he said, if I trust in him and I, I don't lean on my own understanding, he will direct my path. And that, that's all I got to say about that. Hey, but this all, I, I love podcasting. And then the people, I, you know, how many people I have meeting, have met through this podcast. This is a great Great way to meet people. I, I love it. And I just, I thank the Lord every day that I get to do this. And as long as the radio, as long as the bills get paid, and as long as the government don't try to cut us off, I'm still going to do it, no matter what happens. But anyway, I want to go ahead and give a, um, you know, I want to go ahead and give a couple of announcements. As always, if you have not yet, please hit that subscribe button. It helps out more than you know. And as if you are on Apple, Google, Spotify, or other platforms that we are with podcasting, go ahead and share with a friend. Text it out to a friend that likes listening to podcasts and a friend that is politically inclined or impolitically correct or something of that nature. Go ahead and send uh, this to somebody and hope is a blessing to them. Now, if you want to see this good-looking host 
I have a Rumble channel. No, I don't have a YouTube channel. People ask me all the time to go on YouTube. And I, I know a couple of friends that have been on YouTube and they, they leaning on, they more conservative than most and they are getting attacked left and right. YouTube don't want to monetize them or something like that. And nothing against YouTube. We use YouTube for brothers just searching it as a great platform, but the political side, I'd rather go with Rumble because I can say things that nor, uh, YouTube would not allow, you could say. And I don't have to worry about, oh, will I get flagged today or will all my watch hours be uh, taken away? I just go on Rumble. So go ahead and download the app Rumble and look up Isaac Hayes, capital I, capital H, all together for the channel. Um, I always put the Cajun Conservative's name inside the title. So if you go ahead and type up the Cajun Conservative, you can find me easily on Rumble. So guys, it, it, new platform, uh, I believe it's partly owned by Dan Bongino. And it's a free uh, free thing to go on and to get the word out there. And also, I want to go ahead and remind everyone, if you have not yet and you listen to this podcast, go look up Brothers Just Searching Podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and on YouTube. That's on YouTube right there. And you can go ahead and listen to me, my brother Anthony, and our good friend Bowen Robert. And we had a young guy last week. I'm hoping he's come back, uh, Aubrey Box. He's going to come and uh, chill with us for a little while and talk about the Bible and Things that are happening in our nation, or whatever comes across the table. This week, uh, this week we got a good topic. I'm going to be talking about how God does not like religion. That's a good one, folks. You better uh, go ahead and um, get ready. We're going to shoot that one tomorrow, and we're going to oh, not tomorrow, no Tuesday night. But our videos are premiere and our audio premiere on Tuesday nights at seven. All right, guys. So, man, I got some, oh, I got some, whoo, some good stories this week. And I want to go ahead and start talking about domestic terrorism. You know, right, folks, you know, parents at school board meetings are labeled domestic terrorists now. Had this across my desk last week and I could not get to. But the DOJ a couple of weeks ago got a letter from some school board members or whatnot saying that the parents that are coming into these school board meetings are acting Weird. They, they don't. They don't like what we're doing. We, they don't like how we pushing critical race theory. They don't like how we trying to push transgender policies into place. It's all for their children. Are, are we helping their children? But parents don't want that, folks. We've been seeing videos. I've shown some on here about how parents and some teachers are going in front of these school board meetings and saying how, look, we don't want this stuff. We don't want y'all to teach critical race theory. We don't want y'all to go ahead and let boys use girls' bathrooms or girls use boys' bathrooms. We don't want that. Majority of Americans don't want it either. But these school board meetings or these school board members are saying, oh, man, this is bad. These parents are telling us what to do. Like they voted us in, like they voted us in or something. Doggone it. But, folks, you got to realize something, folks. And right, we do vote these people in. I'm going to say right up front, my kids do not go to the public school. Because I don't agree with what they teach. I don't agree with their methods of trying to make sure like, every white person is bad. I just don't like that. So I put him in a good godly Christian school here in Louisiana. Yes, it does cost me more. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, at least I know my kids are getting taught the correct way. The Bible. But anyway, letters were sent to the DOJ. And the DOJ was saying how these parents should be labeled domestic domestic terrorists. That's right, folks. Domestic ter- parents standing up for their kids labeled as domestic terrorists. Now, of course, the DOJ had some examples of this. 
They go back to June 22nd of a father named Scott Smith that was arrested in Luden County, Virginia, at a school board meeting. And his charges were this, accordingly, uh, this, this ordinary conduct along with uh, resisting arrest. So, so the DOJ used this story and said, see, folks, these are parents. This was a, a right wing parent that that did not like what was being taught, what was being said at the school board meeting. Now, on June 22nd, folks, now this is broken by the Daily Wire. I'm going to give them full credit. And they, they released this out at a perfect time because Luton County was also having a school board meeting that following night of the Monday that they released this. But anyway, Scott Smith was the parent that was arrested. And the DOJ used him as an example. This is a domestic terrorist. See, he did not like what the school board was trying to push. What was the school board pushing? They were pushing a transgender policy that would allow boys that say, oh, I feel like I'm a girl today, so I'm going to go ahead and wear a skirt, and I'm going to go ahead and walk to school and go into the uh, the women's bathroom or to the girls' bathroom. Also, go it, it vice versa. If a girl says, hey, I feel like I'm a dude today, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go into the boys' bathroom. Mr. Scott wasn't too happy about that, and we're about to get, we're going to talk why he wasn't happy about that. But the DOJ used him as an example of a domestic terrorist parent. This parent going to the school board meetings and trying to stop what the school board was doing. The school board at that time went ahead and cut everything short. Uh, and it did pass the transgender policy. I'm just letting you know in August. But now people might say, oh, Isaac, that's harsh. Isaac, you can just prove your point that these parents are going uh, being disorderly and stopping school board meetings. Well, hold on, folks. Let me go ahead. As reported by the Daily Wire, Mr. Smith had a reason for being angry. A few months prior to that incident at the school board meeting on January, uh, June tw- uh, 22nd, Mr. Smith got a phone call. And Mr. Smith... It, Mr. Spitt received a phone call, and it was from the school. The school was saying how his daughter was physically assaulted. Now, physically assaulted could be she was beat up, she was bullied, whatever. Mr. Smith gets to the school and finds out that allegedly a boy wearing a skirt going into the women's restroom Sexually, not physically, but sexually assaulted his daughter. That's right, folks. A boy, a 15-year-old boy went into a bathroom with a skirt and sexually assaulted another young child. Mr. Smith heard this, was outraged. Where's the cops? Well, the cops weren't called, folks, because... The school said we want to take care of this internally. We don't want to. We don't want to. Uh, we don't want to uh, involve the 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 authorities. I'm going to explain why they didn't want that later on. Mister Smith, being the father that he is, was outraged. He was angry. He was upset. Goes ahead, starts raising his voice and getting angry at the at the school teachers and the principal. So the cops were finally called, folks, but not for the sexual assault crime that was done in the bathroom by the boy wearing the skirt. They called the cops on Mr. Smith. What? 
Mr. Scott Smith was arrested. Well, he wasn't arrested at that time, but the cops were called because Mr. Smith was making a scene and being angry about his daughter being sexually assaulted. I would too. Now, Mr. Smith said that he calmed himself down and the cops escorted him to the hospital where his daughter had to go run a series of tests which proved that she was sexually assaulted. Now, at that time, the crime, the, the, the investigation was open. Now, we're not done yet, though, folks, because apparently the school board meeting, uh, I'm going to quotations right here, didn't know about this sexual assault because Mr. Smith heard that the school was having a debate on the, uh, the school board meeting was talking about changing the policy. And so he went ahead and tried to voice his opinion. He was not on the list to talk, but they had a lot of other parents there. For some reason, I think the meeting was, um, was finished or they closed out early or something. And a woman, which I don't have the name right at the moment, but a woman walked up to him and asked him who, if he was for the, the transgender policy or against it. And Mr. Smith told her what happened. And she looked at Mr. Smith's face and said, you're a liar. That never happened. Man, ladies and gentlemen, a woman that don't even probably know this, this girl, which they said she did. I don't know. Was telling Mr. Smith, hey, your daughter was not sexually assaulted. She was not raped in that bathroom. Like I said, Mr. Smith was angry and I would have too. Mr. Smith lost it. When a cop showed up, he swung at the cop and the cop reacted and arrested him. But not one person in that school board meeting listened to Mr. Smith. Now, what really ticked off Mr. Smith as well, though, folks, the superintendent of that that district made the claim saying there have not been a sexual assault in these schools or in the bathrooms since I've been here. He lied, folks, because they were trying to pass. You remember what I said earlier they, that the school said, hey, we want to do this in, in, internally. We don't want to involve the police department. Why? Because the schools and that district was trying to pass this agenda of transgenderism in schools to let young boys go into women's bathrooms. The school board failed to protect the girl that was in that bathroom because they wanted to go ahead and follow what the left does. And to go ahead and pass this stupid ideology that a man can go into a woman's bathroom because he feels like he's a woman. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this makes me sick that that elected officials would do this. And also, let's go ahead and go a couple of little further. That same boy was transferred out from that school to another school, and in October was facing another sexual or sodomy, they called it, but went ahead and forced a girl in the classroom wearing a skirt. Now, folks, I don't know if you and look, I'm, I'm not a sexual predator. Thank God that I don't, I don't have a dirty mind like that. But these these individuals that that are sexual predators that that that, that feed on, 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 on raping and hurting women. If they hear that, and I, I'm not I don't know who this young boy is. 
Lot, even Mr. Smith said this dude is obviously a bisexual. I just think he's a sexual predator in my opinion. But this boy figured out it's easier to go ahead and manipulate and, 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 and sexually assault girls in a skirt than pants. Because, see, if you, if you don't wear a skirt, oh, well, you're a boy. You really can't go in there. But if I identify as a girl wearing a skirt, I can go in there. And you know what? These stupid idiots that are sitting on a school board like that. Oh, hey, Jara, we got a college degree. We, we don't think they're going to do that. Makes me sick, folks. That, that boy went ahead and was charged with another crime. You know what the school board did? Oh, we weren't aware of these sexual assaults. Were you, you weren't aware or you did not want to bring it out because it messes up your agenda. Mr. Smith was charged. I hope those charges get dropped. But his daughter, and we haven't heard the reports yet, but we're going to trial for that, that sexual assault. But can, can you blame Mr. Smith? Can you blame Mr. Smith for going into that school board meeting being hot as hell? Can you, folks? I'm just being honest. Listen, I want to I want to reach out to the fathers out there. The ones that have girls in these school systems that are trying to pass this stupid ideology of, hey, a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy. Defining all science. See, they tell us to follow the science according to coronavirus, but they don't tell us to follow the science for biology. Stupid idiots. Stupid college idiots. But could you imagine you being in that predicament, fathers? Well, if you get a phone call that your daughter was sexually assaulted in a bathroom by a boy wearing a skirt, wouldn't you be against that that policy? Oh, Mr. Isaac, you gotta you gotta be more critical thinking than that, Mr. Isaac. You know that there's more than two genders out there. Baloney. God made them male and female, and I'll quote that till the day I die. Now, Mr. Smith said that it's living hell for what he what his daughter had to go through. His daughter has nightmares. And and, and faced her accuser. But these these stupid superintendents and the, these school board meeting uh school board members are allowing this to happen. Now, like I said, the Daily Wire was very, very smart of what they did. According to the day uh, according to uh, I thought I had it. No, I don't have it. But according to, I think it was Daily Wire and Fox News, one of the school board members wrote ready to resign. Oh, I can't take this. Oh, I can't take this. You, you, you passed policies that hurt. One of them resigned already. And we wait, I'm waiting for the superintendent to resign. He should. For allowing this to happen. And like I said, the Daily Wire did great because the Daily Wire released it on a Monday. That Tuesday night, they had, they had a, a school board meeting of 300 people. But you know what the school board did? Not to get, not to hear from the parents? Y'all, we're going to cut the meeting short tonight. And you only have 60 seconds to, to tell us what's going on. 300 parents showed up, folks. Only 60 seconds also. Why? Why only 60 seconds? Because they didn't want to hear from the parents. They didn't want to hear their concerns and say, how could you let this happen? See, folks, that's how politicians do. They want to get the glory for everything that's good. But everything that's bad, they try to go hide under a rock. Because they don't want to answer to the people. 
Makes me upset, folks. It's sad that our country has gotten to this point where elected officials don't go ahead and try to answer for their faults. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. Welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to make a point on my last segment before I go ahead and go on to my next topic. Remember I said earlier that the DOJ said that these parents, these parents that are objecting to the school board meetings and the school board members of this critical race theory and all this this transgender stuff are domestic terrorists because they're 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 going ahead and they are raising their voices they're going ahead and they're they they just they just messing up all the agenda they're messing up everything they're domestic terrorists folks about 2 weeks ago i had the pleasure of talking to brother allen and brother brian of the great state of Mississippi. Excuse me. And they were arrested and put in jail and hold at a $500,000 bond for preaching the gospel in the great state of Mississippi on the streets of Jackson. You know what the judge called them? He called them domestic terrorists. And what they were preaching was hateful. And he wanted to use them as an example that that the people not to go ahead and preach on the streets. But listen to what he said, what I told you he said the first time. They were domestic terrorists. Because they were preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's kind of funny, folks. It's kind of funny, if you ask me, that we are domestic terrorists if we stand for the right. Or if we're Christians and we go out on the streets and we preach the good news of Jesus Christ, we are deemed domestic terrorists. Why you have men and women coming from Afghanistan, did not vet nobody. Where two of them men a while back sexually assaulted a young girl in, I think it was Minnesota. (gasps) Wait a minute. They're from Afghanistan. Maybe some terrorists came through. <gasps> oh, it's a conspiracy theory in right there. No, folks, I'm just, I'm, I'm putting the pieces together. It's kind of funny that men and women that stand up for right and truth and liberty and happiness and the, the way the Constitution supposed to work. And you know what they tell us? Y'all domestic terrorists. Ooh. Folks, it don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. You notice that the DOJ didn't call that boy in a skirt 
allegedly a domestic terrorist. He went ahead and violated, violated a girl, forced himself upon her. Oh, that's, you know, you can't use one count like that. How many times that has happened before and we're not, we just told about it now. How many of these school boards are hiding information from the American people? Are there people in general? Because they're trying to pass an agenda. They want boys that feel like they're girls to use the girls' restroom and locker room. Or girls that feel like boys to use a boys' locker room and boys' restroom. Heck, on the facts, we're going to go ahead and do it anyway. Because they did, folks. The county in Virginia went ahead and pushed this after finding out. And then come out and say, we didn't know nothing about these sexual assaults. We heard, we just read the Daily Wire and we found out about it. That was in June of 20, that was June 22nd of this year. And they're just finding about it now, finding out about it now. No, folks, I think somebody's lying. And look, when I first heard this story, I, as you can tell right now, I am worked up. I am frustrated. Because look, and look, don't get me wrong. I'm going to make a statement right here. I don't agree with the lifestyle, but if someone is lesbian or transgender, or whatever, they're a person, you should treat them with respect. I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. Every person that despises their lifestyle should be treated with respect. But when people go ahead and break laws, they lose the privilege of respect. This is the whole issue right here. They're trying to push this. Like I said, I'm against the lifestyle. I'm not, I'm not for the lifestyle. But at the same time, people need to be treated with respect. I'm not going to go ahead and doubt that. But when it don't matter if you're straight, you're gay, or whatever. If you break the law, you gotta get, you gotta be pursued with the full extent of the law. But you see, they didn't want that because see, that would have messed up their agenda. That would have messed up their whole plans. And folks, it makes me sick. That's why I say a lot of politicians are not out for you. They're out for themselves to get a quick political win. All right. So I want to go ahead and talk about another uh, issue that popped up late Monday night. And and if I, I'm going to be honest with you, if I probably would have saw this, I probably would have talked about it last week for last week's show, but I didn't see it until after I recorded last week's episode. So apparently, not last Friday, but the Friday before, there was a Washington Post article that came out about John Gruden. Now, if you don't know who John Gruden is, he is the former head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Background on John Gruden, he coached the Raiders in the late 90s, I think 2000, was traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where in 2001, I believe, he won a Super Bowl. And John Gruden did did a real good job. Then, then he went ahead from I think 2011 to or something like that to 2018. Became the coach. Uh, became an ESPN analyst. And what happened was, at 2018, the Raiders were moving to Las Vegas. They needed a new coach, so they called John Gruden, and John Gruden left. The analyst boot at ESPN and went ahead and went to Las Vegas. Well, at that time, it was Oakland Raiders. 
But apparently, the Washington football team, who were formerly known as the Washington Redskins, were investigated for workplace violence or something of that nature. There they went ahead and uh, the NFL apprehended 650,000 emails. Remember that number, folks, by the way. Because I'm going I'm to bring out a point later on that I, I'm not even hearing conservative analysts bring out, but I thought about this right when I saw this story. 650,000 emails were recovered from the uh, Washington football team. According to the New York Times, Gruden sent emails to Bruce Allen, the president of the Washington football team, and others during a seven-year period that ended in 2018. According to the Washington Post, these emails contain, uh, contain John Gruden. Now, on private conversations, mind you, talking about individuals of different race. According to the emails, I'm trying to look for the guy's name. Gruden went ahead and said that the the Players Association president, his last name is Smith. I'm trying to look for his first name. But anyway, Mr. Smith, he said he used the term that he had, um, he had lips as big as Magellan, Magellan Tars. And of course, on Friday, when this story broke, the media jumped on it. Because there's a white man out there talking about another man's lip and he's black. Now, this is why I'm going to come to the point, folks. I don't think people should make fun of people. Sometimes when you hear the moment, you say dumb things. I hate to see if somebody would go through your emails. Let's just, or emails or text messages or whatever. You probably said some dumb things. I know I have. Gordon, Gordon, I heard earlier that Gordon said this because he used them as rubber lips or whatever because of somebody that lies. At the time of the email, Gordon, well, they were, you know, there was a player's strike or something of that nature. They didn't think NFL was going to play or it was going to be a backup players. Whatever happened, happened. Now, since then, Gruden has re- apologized. He said he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. He reached out to the individual, that Mr. Smith, that he called that to. And look, hey, everything was going hunky-dory until Monday. And another news report came out where they found more emails of Gruden using racial slurs and talking down upon women. Because of this, Gruden was, Gruden was forced to resign. His quote was that he didn't. He loves the Raiders, and he did not want to mess up the Raiders with distractions. So he went ahead and he quit. Folks, I got some. I got some interesting thoughts on this because, look, don't get me wrong. I don't think nobody should disrespect no one. I'm going to make that statement out right now. I don't think somebody should be made fun of. I don't think nobody should be going ahead and rip people apart because of the color of their skin. But first off, these were emails. Private emails. Does that make that right? No. I'm going to be honest with you. Gordon went ahead and went ahead and said why he said about the uh, the the Mr. Smith's lips. He was talking about like he was lying lips or rubber lips, and that's a term when you use rubber lips, saying that somebody's lying. Hey, they got rubber lips because they're flapping all over and they're lying all over the place. 
But of course, the media did not take this, didn't take his apology. And folks, that, that, that gives me something else too. Why is it because now uh, proven to this probably uh, John Gruden has a few right way thinkings, thinking, whatever. So, so, so that's why they had to attack him. But you know, somebody goes on the lay. I'm sorry. I said this. Oh, this is the left speaking. I'm sorry. I said something dumb and stupid. I'm going to, I'm going to go into rehab and then you forget all about it. Shoot, look what Joe Biden did a couple of months in Afghanistan. And if you ask people about Afghanistan, what happened in Afghanistan? The media covers up their lies or their their scandals or whatever. But someone that leans more to the right, oh, blast it. Hey, they're going to remember John Gruden as a racist, homophobic, magic-phobic, whatever they want to call it. Now, when this another set of emails came out, I'm going to go ahead and bring some points out because on one of the emails... Now, this is according to the ESP, uh, ESPN.com. John Gruden made a statement in one of the emails saying how the St. Louis Rams shouldn't be forced to draft queers. Now, folks, that is the anti-gay slur that he used. <gasps> oh, my goodness, he called the gay people queers. How dare he? How dare he say that about the homosexual, the LBGTQ? Folks, and I, I, I didn't think about this until I heard Matt Walsh, but it's kind of funny how gay people go ahead and call themselves queers. Listen to what I just said. LBTGQ? What does Q stand for? Queer. Oh, he said it in a bad statement. No, I think he was right. See, at the time when Michael Sam was drafted, they were trying to push a narrative that gay people could play football. And I'm not doubting that. There's gay people that play football now. If you can play football and you're good enough, play. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna say nothing. Oh, they're gonna feel uncomfortable with No. Then men walk around half naked anyway. But folks, this is where I'm coming to the point with this. It's funny how it's a it's an anti-gay slur when a white man or a white straight man says it. But gay people can call themselves all that all the time. It's the same thing with the N-word. You know how many black people I heard say the N-word to each other? I don't say it. I think it's a nasty word and it shouldn't be said out of anybody's mouth. But you have people that walk around, black people, hey, what you going on, my... and say the word. But when a white man says it, all, it all, becomes, all of a sudden it becomes racist. There's a double standard here, folks. John Gruden was using a term, in a, like I said, all of all at the end of the day, this was a private conversation. Also, they say he talked down upon women. How women, he, he didn't think women should be in the NFL refereeing. Now, folks, the media put that out, and they're like, I'm like, well, is that the only thing he said? But no, folks, this is what else he said about women in that, those emails. Him and Bruce Allen apparently were good buddies because all these emails came from them. He come out and say that he likes women topless just with bikini bottoms. Folks, I I know some men that are dirty-minded like that. And probably in the NFL, there's most most of the men that are in there, you don't want to be around that locker room when the media is gone. Because they probably say worse things than what John Gruden was thinking. But see, it was John Gruden. It's the meaning to women, folks. The meaning to women. Where half men talk like that. Unless you're a sanctified man and saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and don't have them thoughts. 
worldly men, they have some dirty minds. And look, I'm, I'm hope I'm not offending nobody, but majority of men and probably men that listen to this podcast can agree that they've been around some men that talk dirty and think dirty like that. Also, the biggest crime that Newton, that Gruden went ahead and did was to criticize Colin Kaepernick. Said he should be fired and anyone that else should kneel for the national anthem of the flag should be fired. See, folks, that's probably what really ticked them off. See, they couldn't live with the women comments and the anti-gay slurs. But when you talk about Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the flag, oh, that's off ground. You're a racist, homophobic bigot. Folks, like I said, though, the NFL found 650,000 emails where the NFL Players Association wants all the emails to be released now because of a few conversations from Gruden that he said 10 years ago. These were private emails. All the same. Gruden probably never thought these things would come out. And when you have a false sense of security, you let things slip. And look, I'm going to be honest with you. I've did it. I've said things that I probably regret. And it's the human side of us. I'm not going to deny that. But folks, this is this is this is this is the issue of cancel culture. A man don't have his job now because things that he said that didn't hurt nobody. Because I promise you, Mr. Smith never would have read the Washington Post. He would have he would have never knew what was going on. Also, you have you know this is the thing about him saying, "Oh, the miniature's women." He said nasty things to women. John Gruden said things in that email, but never touched a woman or defiled her in any way that we know of. But you have NFL players, some currently playing in the NFL, that has domestic charges on them. And there was even some that that were accused of rape or sexually assaulting women. Not to try to drag his name in the mud, but Deshaun Watson is currently under investigation with the NFL because of sexual assaults. Why ain't they forced to resign? Why ain't they forced to go ahead and apologize? Oh, see, that's profit. That's profit. Now, there is some conspiracy theories that the Raiders wanted uh, John Gruden out because they paid $100 million to him for three losing seasons. Like I said, that's speculation. We don't know. At the bottom line, it is, and look, I'm not condoning John Gruden's attitude or his, his statements. Because a lot of this was disrespectful. Even in a private conversation, you're supposed to try to respect. But this is the thing, folks. 650,000 emails were found. And the NFL did it, probably without subpoenas. I wonder why they couldn't find Hillary Clinton's 30,000 emails, in which they, they found some of them through WikiLeaks and all them, uh, Julian Assange or whatever. But the government, nope, we can't touch that. We can't find them. They've been... They've been wiped out. It's kind of funny when it fits the narrative, folks, that you can find all the emails you need. And when you're trying to hide something, you can't find no emails. They might be in the, bum, the, the dumpster back in the alleyway, but nope, we couldn't find them. We couldn't, man, it's kind of weird. You know, she deleted them. She deleted all them emails. We can't find them. It's fitting narrative, folks. See, John Gruden fell under some called cancer culture. And just so happened, I think they sat on this for a little while to make sure it was right. Now, I don't know what John Gruden's going to do. Like I said, a lot of his statements, I wouldn't have never said. But at the end of the day, this was a private conversation. 
And everything he said did not hurt nobody until they found out about it. See, people would have lived their normal lives, but that's the funny thing, folks. Cancel culture don't care if it's a private conversation or they don't look into content of what they said. Now, you had some NFL players that reached out. And, oh, I can't believe this has happened. I can't believe all this is all this NFL that I love. I'm talking to you, Randy Moss. Oh, and I found out about that this morning, folks. I was, I was very shocked about that. Nate Savage sent that to me about Randy Moss saying, Oh, in the 21st century, we, uh, we have racism. We have this. Come on, man. Randy Moss, you're sitting in a, a probably six-figure dollar suit in a nice air-conditioned building on TV. Like I said, John Gruden, unfortunately, fell to the victim of cancel culture. And, folks, it is biting him in the rear end. I'll be right back. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative. Talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a God on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford Show? So go check out the Scott Ford Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. All right, guys, welcome back. So we're going to go ahead and talk on our final, well, a few final topics before I wrap this thing up today. And, you know, I'm going to go back to a point for the last, you know, every man makes mistakes. I'm not going to go ahead and doubt that. I'm not going to go ahead and say it was right that he called the man his lips as tires. John Gruden has always been a rough individual. But until this thing, you know, it's kind of funny how everybody loved him. Everybody thought John Gruden, yeah, he was kind of rough around the edges. John Gruden, boy, who was a good coach, a good analyst. Now, because of a few words that he said over 10 years ago, I forgot to mention that in 2011. And talking to a good buddy. Now, to be honest with you, I don't know why he didn't text those things, but he emailed him. Maybe he was in a group chat or something. I don't know. Now, John Gruden, unfortunately, has lost his livelihood, his reputation. When people are going to talk about John Gruden, they're not going to talk about all the achievements he have done, he's done. They're going to just talk about them dirty emails of how he, de- he talked bad about women. And he talked bad about race people. And he talked bad about Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the national anthem and anyone else that did it. It's kind of funny, though, folks. And I, I brought up this point a while ago. It's kind of funny that people on the left, like Bill Clinton, for example. Now, unfortunately, Bill Clinton, last time I heard, was in the hospital. He had like a blood infection or something of that nature. And I hope he gets better. 
But it's kind of funny how Bill Clinton with Monica, Monica Lewinsky and the other women that he sexually assaulted. See, the Monica Lewinsky scandal was proven right because of a dress. If you're old enough or you've done your history, you know what I'm talking about. But Bill Clinton is held up as a high standard of a president. Excuse me. He is held up as a great leader of our nation. Now, I was not happy. Like, I wasn't, I was alive when Bill Clinton was president, but I did not vote. If I would have voted, I would have been a smart baby. Uh, but I was, <laughs> but, but back to the point. But Bill Clinton, you know, Bill Clinton is high, but Bill Clinton had a lot of skeletons in his closet. You don't hear nothing about that. Maybe once in a while they go ahead and they'll do a documentary about it. Maybe. But they 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 they're gonna go ahead and they gotta get both sides of the story. But people like Brent Kavanaugh, remember when Brent Kavanaugh was accused of gang rape? No evidence whatsoever, except a woman that didn't know where it happened, what time it happened, or what day it happened. But she like, we gotta we gotta believe her. And see, this even goes back to my first story about the girl that was sexually assaulted in a bathroom by a guy wearing a skirt. Oh, where was the Me Too movement? See, folks, when it, on the left side, when it fits the agenda, they're going to protect you left and right, or they're going to demean you if you're on the right. See, if you're on the left and you're pursuing their, you're pursuing their agenda. Oh, we're going to protect you. Don't worry. Oh, that scandal last week. Oh, don't worry about that. Our media got that covered. They're going to. Shoot that out the door. But if you're a conservative or you lean more towards a conservative way, guess what happens? We're going to throw you out on the curve and the bus is going to roll you over or run over you, whatever proper termage term. Well, you know, I'm a Cajun. I can't speak right to to save my life. But anyway, y'all still love me. Thank God for that. Uh, if you have not yet, go ahead, hit the, the like button on Facebook. Please, and go check out my website, thecajunconservativeshow.wordpress.com. You find all some interesting stories on there, and you can find some more information about your good-looking hosts. All right, moving on. I want to talk about ma- uh, well, vaccine mandates. Because, folks, I- I've learned something as I get relaxed. I've learned something about these mass ma- uh, with these vaccine mandates. They are really hurting the American people. You might ask him, why am I bringing this? Why, why you say that, Isaac? You know, forcing people to, to get vaccinated is really a good thing, according to the left. Because you see, according to the left, the more we get vaccinated, the, the sooner and quicker we're going to get out of this pandemic. And it's only the Republicans and the conservatives that are not really getting mad, uh, that don't want this vaccination. So what are we going to do? Well, you can't buy, sell, or do whatever. I believe they're prepping people. For the mark of the beast, in my humble opinion. Now, people might say I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I believe the Bible and I believe it's going to happen. But anyway, so it started not last Friday, but the Friday before last. Where Southwest Airlines started canceling flights left and right. I don't know the whole number. I think it was like 2,000 or whatever. But Southwest Airlines started canceling flights like crazy. Everybody wanted to know what was going on. Southwest Airlines came out and said, well, ah, it's the weather. 
The, the weather's all bad, but it's kind of funny. Every other airline was kept, kept on flying in the skies. I think, I think they canceled like 800 some on Friday while every other airlines altogether canceled two. I'm not sure. I could be wrong on them numbers. And just continue to the weekend into this week. Well, last week. So Southwest Airlines was saying it was the weather and it was traffic control holding their planes down and giving every excuse in the book. But you see, folks, Joe Biden went there to Southwest Airlines a while back and said that Southwest Airlines was 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 finally, finally, almost totally vaccinated. And it was great that this American company was doing this. But come to find out, Southwest Airlines let a lot of pilots and flight attendants go because they were unvaccinated. Now, Dan Bongino said it the best way. He said, Joe Biden finally learned how to do numbers. Because if you have 59% of people that are vaccinated out of 100 employees, there's just simple numbers. If you fire the ones except the 59%, you're going to have 100% vaccination rate. Duh. But you see, Southwest Airlines let them go. Now, I heard there was a strike. I'm not 100% sure, but all of a sudden, they're on their staff. Now, according to Southwest Airlines, this wasn't the case. Like I said, it was the weather and the FTA and everybody else that grounded their planes. Apparently, they wanted to pick on Southwest Airlines. Now, I think uh, American Airlines is having trouble the same way, forcing people to be vaccinated. And guess what? They're short on staff. Now, folks, this ain't the only industry that is suffering from vaccine mandates. A, a while back, a news report came out that, and I can't remember where, I think it was probably Fox News, one of them, that the the, the hospitals are going understaffed. Doctors are losing their jobs, and nurses are losing their jobs because of vaccine mandates. See, people don't want to get it. And people that were labeled heroes last year when the the pandemic was at its height are now considered bad people because they refuse to take a vaccination. Now, folks, this ain't the only... Now, look, like I said, these doctors... And, and somebody made a good point. They said if it was really in a big pandemic like we're talking about, wouldn't they try to keep the doctors on? Wouldn't they try to go ahead and keep the nurses on? No, they went ahead and they just, they're letting them go. Because they're putting patients at risk. I heard this from Graham Allen the other day. It's kind of funny. They're taking this this vaccine mandate really serious, folks. You know, they denied a patient a kidney transplant. Not because he wasn't vaccinated, but because the donor wasn't vaccinated. Did you just get that, folks? These vaccination mandates are so severe that if a, a donor wasn't vaccinated, you can't give it to a, body, a person that was vaccinated because the virus might be in there. But doctors are losing their jobs. Nurses are losing their jobs because they have decided not to take the vaccination, which in result is leading to a shortage of doctors and nurses. Isaac, where are you going to with this? Hold on, I'm going to explain in a second. So we, we're running low on supplies in America. Have you noticed that the shelves are kind of getting bare? And don't you notice that milk, bread, and other goods are going up and are, are going through the ceiling? Why? Because according to the White House and 
other officials, they're saying that, well, we have a shortage. And now Jason Scalzi, if you listen to that nut, she'll go ahead and tell you that this is a good sign. See, people last year wasn't buying or selling or wasn't getting gas because see, gas is going off the roof right now. See, people wasn't moving about because of the pandemic. Now that people are moving about, oh, we're running low on everything. That's not the case, though, folks. Off of our ports in the United States, and that is from the East Coast and the West Coast and the Gulf of Mexico and all that, there's ships that are that are just sitting out there full of supplies. And they want to go ahead and come on and unload, but there's two issues with this. One, the sh- all the ships' cargo, not the ship cargo, the, sh- the sailors that are on these ships apparently ain't vaccinated. See, we can't have coronavirus coming on ships, but we can let them come down to the southern border through the Haitian immigrants and the uh, Mexican immigrants and terrorists and whoever else wants to come through the southern border. That's all right. But ships, no, no, coronavirus, nope, you you can't come on because you're not vaccinated. And also the port workers are being required to be vaccinated, and these people are saying, no, we're not. So there's a shortage of people working at the ports. They're working six to seven days on the skeleton crew they have that are vaccinated. So this is the argument. Well, we don't have enough workers. We can't unload them. But at the same time, hey, they don't have the, they don't have the shot on the ship. I'm sorry. We can't let them goods come. We've got to let our people starve for the common good of stopping coronavirus so they don't die and get sick and die. Folks, these... I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning this. I'm, I'm thinking how stupid it is. Just listen to what I just said. They don't want the goods to come in on the in the ports to sell in stores so the price can go down and, because they don't want people to get sick with coronavirus. But what if they die of starvation? <laughs> A lot of this is self-crisis, folks. I'm being honest. Also, you even got... even So... so Vaccine mandates are keeping us from having goods in our stores. Now, of course, the vaccine mandates and the the tensions in New York is very high to where one basketball player, Kyrie Irving, can't play basketball in the in the state of New York, so he's sitting out. And his, and and you have Stephen A. and other analysts that coming out there. This he's selfish. He should just get the vaccination and be done with it. Play ball. Let them go. They they they, they fight a championship. But Kyrie Irving said the same thing. He said, "I'm not going to go ahead and make a choice because people are forcing me to make a choice." So Kyrie Irving can't play basketball right now because of ma- uh, vaccine mandates. Now the Brooklyn Nets don't want to let him go, and apparently he hadn't retired. So until New York lifts the mandates, hey, they can't do nothing about it. But folks, they're stopping people from making livelihoods. They're their livelihood. Does Kyrie Irving Irving play a good good basketball? Yeah, he plays good basketball. But see, they got to keep their their um, they got to keep their image up. They can't let basketball players slide. Continuing in the sports world, according to Fox News, Allison Williams, a sideline reporter for ESPN has decided to leave ESPN because they told her she had to get vaccinated or she could not do her job. She said she was advised by her doctor not to get the vaccination because she's trying to get pregnant. So she had to make a choice. My future child or my job. She chose her future child. But you see, folks, see, that's the thing about Miss Al- Allison, Allison Williams 
If Miss Allison William wanted to have an abortion, they would have claimed her body, her choice. But now that she don't want to take a vaccination, they're trying that's going into her body. Isn't it in her body, her choice? If she has a choice to go ahead and have an abortion, she could have a choice not to take a, uh, take a vaccine mandate, a uh, vaccination. Am I correct? But you say this to some pro-choicers, they want to go ahead and chew your head off. Where am I coming along with this? Vaccine mandates are doing everything that the conservatives said they would do. See, folks, because of a vaccine mandate, you are paying more in goods. Oh, no, we're not, Isaac. Not according to President Biden. Biden said he's going to fix this problem, a problem he caused. Because, see, according, and I'm going to break it down to the line. I'm going to start off with the ships because that's what we're talking about. Because of vaccine mandates, you can't get the supplies off the ships to get into the stores for you to buy them, which is raising prices up because of vaccine mandates. See, because we can't get into the store, the prices are going up, and then all you can blame is vaccine mandates. You have people losing their jobs and just not Kyrie Irving and Allison Williams from ESPN and the Brooklyn Nets. But you have people all over this nation saying, hey, if you don't get a vaccination like Southwest Airlines, well, you can't fly and you can't provide for your family. Now, they're not thinking when they do that, oh, wait, we have a shortage of people, so we can't get the job done. And because we can't get the job done, that means we're losing money because we're canceling flights or we're losing customers. Next time you go to the hospital and they say, hey, we can't see you because we don't have enough doctors. Think about this, the vaccine mandate. Because you see, folks, hospitals are saying, hey, doctors, you have to have the vaccination. And doctors and nurses are saying no. In return, guess what? You're fired. Well, next time people go to the doctor, hey, we don't have enough doctors. We don't have no, we're over swamped. Why? Because we're on the staff. Why? Because they didn't want to take the vaccine. Vaccine. Oh, Isaac, like uh, Fauci would say, this is for the common good of American people. Folks, everything that I just said about vaccine mandates are true. I can back up all these stuff with what all stories that I have. But folks, having conservatives been talking about vaccine mandates like this for a while, and it's just not going to the point of forcing American citizens to do things that they don't want to do. Now it's getting to a point where it's hurting us economically, hurting us socially. It's hurting us for health. You know, the Democrats are always talking about it. Health, 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 health. Let's talk about health, 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 health. It's a health crisis, a health crisis, a health crisis here. But they're causing a health crisis by firing all these doctors and nurses. Does it make sense? No, it don't. But as I said earlier, Joe Biden said, hey, I know the problem. How are we going to fix it? Mr. President, you did it to yourself. Oh, I know I caused it, but uh, uh, nah, 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 what, what are we talking about? That's Joe Biden for you. Also, I want to go ahead and talk about something, folks. The le- and look, We've been knowing this for a while. The left is politicizing uh, stories and movies and everything like that. So I got a news article from my beloved mother-in-law my 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 mother-in-law sent this to me she knows i'm very political and she knows i'm these stories really fire me up so she went ahead and sent it to me so i can talk about it a little bit so apparently there's a new superman out there called john kent and they're writing this whole new story of john kent apparently lois lane retired from the newspaper and superman don't want to be superman no more heck on the world i'm just gonna let it crumble so Superman goes ahead and has a son with Lois Lane called John Kent. And John Kent is uh, is 
awaiting this, and he had he got to be Superman, and he got to fight the world's problems. He got to be the world hero. So John can't become Superman in these series. Of course, according to the writer, he's going to fight Lex Luthor, and he's going to fight. Um, he's going to fight villains and all that. But apparently, it came out that John Kent, the new Superman, is bisexual. See, he's going to be dating a reporter that's a male with purple hair. Also, John Kent's going to fight other things like immigration. He's going to fight the evil government of not letting people come into the United States. He's also going to go ahead and fight climate change by stopping wildfires and telling people how bad all this stuff with plastic and everything is. Folks, they're making Superman bisexual, climate change, uh, immigrant uh, 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 fighter, all that. Because this is their, we just don't want white people to be big, muscular, straight men. We want them to reflect everybody. Folks, the left is trying to indoctrinate us and our children. And it is sad, folks. Hey, don't learn from the parents no more. Learn from the entertainment. And, folks, we saw this with the last Captain America, the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I love Marvel movies. But don't you remember that whole film was about uh, Falcon becoming win- uh, coming Captain America and how they would not let a black man do it. And when he when he finally become uh, Captain America, he made a long speech about racial equality. Folks, DC and Marvel is good at this, man. They, they, they go ahead and they push as much, I promise you, as much as they can for political correctness. Folks, I'm tired of the left trying to indoctrinate my kids. I'm tired of the indoctrination of other kids. I'm a youth pastor, so hey, I care about the youth a lot. And my warning to you, be careful what your kids are watching. And explain to your kids what's going on. I'm going to end on this note, though. I think Jesus Christ is coming back soon. We're living in an age where they're going to call good evil and evil good. We're living in that age right now. Because I'm going to let... Look, there's a lot of things going on in this nation. But we do, we still got some hope. Jesus is king. He's coming back someday. And he's coming back real soon. Are you ready? I'm always going to end it with this. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, email me at theCajunConservative5 at gmail.com. And I'll explain to you how to find Jesus Christ and make heaven your eternal home. So until next week, everyone... Be blessed, be encouraged, be inspired, because one day Jesus is coming back, and we're going to rule and reign with him forever. All you got to do is ask. So until next week, be blessed. Bye-bye.